0: Hello? The 1940s golden age of radio, wow. Turn back that dial and stay for a while. The times are a-changin'. A podcast, a new sound, taking back. You hear that? You hear that? we're on a new track a new track hello everyone and welcome to another installment of second golden age of radio i am your host richard templeman and today we have our special guest, Allison, from our Phoenix division. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Are you excited? Please let me know.
1: Richard, it is Allison from the Phoenix division. You are so spot on about that. <laughs> um. So what do I know about old timey radio? Gee, and the answer really Richard is what don't I know about old timey radio? I have extensively studied Okay, not really. Really, I don't know a lot. (laughs) But I'm super excited to talk about this episode.
0: Today's episode, we are going to be covering The Baby Snooks Show. And I've learned a lot. This is one that I listened to a long, long time ago when I was growing up. And I loved it. It was cute. It was funny. But I did not know who even played the characters. And I'm dumbfounded because the Baby Snooks show was an American radio program starring the comedian and Zigfield Follies alumna Fanny Bryce, the star Fanny Bryce, who you may or may not know. Barbara Streisand plays her in Funny Girl. Don't tell her not to live just sitting putta. Life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. That's Fanny Bryce for you. She played the mischievous young girl who was 40 years younger than Fanny Bryce, So she was playing someone much younger than herself. It first went on the air September 17th, 1944, and went all the way to 1951 because it was still on the air tragically until the actress Fanny Bryce passed away suddenly by a brain hemorrhage. <laughs> So she was only 59 years old, still playing a child, and died. And that made me so sad. I had no idea that she was still doing the show up until her death. I had no idea that she died fairly young of a sudden brain hemorrhage. So sorry to be a downer, but let's celebrate the life of Fanny Bryce by paying homage to listening to Baby Snooks. The show used to be called Post Toasties Time. Weird. Probably because of... Pop-Tarts. Post-Toasties. I don't know. The title soon changed to the Baby Snooks show, and sometimes it was called Baby Snooks and Daddy, because that's what kind of her voice was. Daddy, come here. I think it's cute. It was a comic strip in 1904 about newlyweds and their child Baby Snookums, and then Bryce, Fanny Bryce, began doing her Baby Snooks character on vaudeville. And many years later she said, I did the first Baby Snooks in 1912 when I was on Vaudeville. A juvenile actress, Baby Peggy, was popular and her hair was curled and bleached and she was always in pink or blue and so she looked like ice cream soda. When she started doing Baby Snooks, she really was a baby then because she was still kind of a kid. On stage she made Snooks a character of Baby Peggy. That's the history of the character. Sometimes her character was known as Babykins. She would always wear her baby costume while performing on Broadway in the Follies show. In 1944, the character was given her own show. During the 40s, it became one of the nation's favorite radio comedies with a variety of sponsors, Post Serials, Sanka, Spick and Span, and Jello. And then in 1938, Bryce portrayed baby Snooks in *Everybody Sing, in a scene with Judy Garland as little Lord Fauntleroy. Yoo-hoo! 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 Hello.
1: Oh, wow. What you doing, Snooks? I've been reading books. Well, put your books away, and let's go out and play. Oh, wow! Because. Why?
2: Because. I don't want. Well, you oughta. Let's play cops and crooks. I want to read my books. Don't be a baby, Snooks. Ah!
1: Snooks, you mustn't cry. You're too big to cry. Why? Because. Why? Because. Big girls never cry. I saw mommy cry. You did? Uh-huh. The time my mommy saw my daddy, kissed
0: the nice goodbye. <laughs> so there's Judy Garland tie-in right there. In 1945, an illness caused Fanny Bryce to miss several episodes, and in her absence, they incorporated a show plot device that starred Robert Benchley, Sidney Greenstreet, Kay Kaiser, and Peter Lohr. They did the prolonged search for Snooks. Snooks is missing. The series moved to NBC later and continued until May twenty second, 1951. Two days later, Fanny Bryce had a cerebral hemorrhage and the show ended with her death when she was just 59 years old. One of the last shows of the series we will be covering today called The Report Card, Report Card Blues. It is known as one of the 60 greatest old-time radio shows of the 20th century. So we're going to be covering that episode so without further ado we will listen to fanny bryce playing baby snooks in one of her iconic roles throughout her lifetime the
3: baby snooks show starring fanny bryce as baby snooks with hanley stafford as daddy and brought to you by tons my daddy loves you Does acid indigestion and heartburn hit you after your juice and coffee in the morning? Well, just eat a couple of Tums and see how Tums sweeten your stomach almost instantly. You feel better fast. A couple of Tums after lunch and after dinner let you enjoy your food without fear of acid indigestion and heartburn. Get Tums tonight and always keep them handy. D U M S, Tums for the Tummy. Guaranteed to contain no soda. Still, only ten cents a roll, three-roll package, a quarter everywhere. And now to Sycamore Terrace and the Higgins family. Well, to adults, the first of the month usually means bills. But to children, it's even worse. It means report cards. So now, let's go to the fourth grade of the Sycamore Grammar School, where the teacher, Miss Teasdale, is passing out the bad news.
2: Yes, Harvey, you did very well this month. And now I come to Snooks Higgins. Snooks? Yes, Miss T. Do you see this card I'm holding in my hand? Yes. Do you know what it is? The
4: Ace of Spades? No.
2: (laughs) The Seven
4: of Clubs?
2: No. It's your report card. And just listen to these marks. Spelling, 40. Arithmetic, 40. And how do you account for this one? History, 10.
4: I guess I've been spending too much time on spelling and arithmetic.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Snooks, these marks are abominable. And And to think that one of my pupils should make such a horrible showing. Oh, I'm so ashamed.
3: Well, don't expect any sympathy from
2: me.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Snooks, don't you
2: dare be pertinent. If anyone should be ashamed, it's you. Your heart sets a a new record for low marks for the entire school year. I set a new record? Yes. Gee, and I wasn't even trying. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I've wasted enough time with you. I have other pupils, you know. Now, you just take this report card home and see that your father signs it. But if it will spank me. Perhaps you deserve it. I'm afraid to show it to him. You'll just have to face the situation.
4: I don't mind facing the situation, but he makes me back into it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want that report card back here tomorrow morning signed by your father. Now we'll hear no more about it. All right.
4: All right. <laughs>
2: Please, I'm busy.
3: But, Daddy, this is important.
2: Look, I'm planning a dinner for my boss and his wife. Later.
3: But I want you to do this now.
2: You always have to bother me. Look, is it something you can do yourself? Well, I guess so. Then do it yourself. But, Daddy... Do it yourself. Well, all
3: right. If you say so. I do say so. Well... If he wants
4: me to do it myself. (laughs) Lancelot Higgins. There, my report card is all shiny.
0: (laughs) Now that we've listened to the episode, what did you think of it? Were you amused? Was it funny? Could you believe that a 40 to 50 year old woman could sound like a child?
1: Yes, I feel that it is pretty tragic that Fanny Bryce passed away from a brain aneurysm. Um, also, I never would have guessed that she was that old. I was thinking maybe 20s or 30s, um... But yeah, that's that's awesome. It, she, she goes really high in her voice. It sounds very nasally. And so maybe that was her trick. Maybe like high register, super nasally, lots of energy, funny pauses and comedic timing. But yeah, she was she was really good. And that was quite a comical episode, actually. I really enjoyed it.
0: So what exactly happened in the plot of the Report Card Blues? I remember Baby Snooks. Teacher told her, baby Snooks teacher told her, Your grades are going down. They're not good. You're going to have to get better grades, and you need to give this to your daddy. And he has to sign this report card showing you had bad grades. And then when she gets home, she tries really hard to tell her dad, You know, I got to bite the bullet. I got to tell him I've got bad grades. And he's like, Can you stop bothering me, Snooks? Is this something you could handle by yourself? She's like, Technically, yes. So he's like, do it then. And then she has to sign her own report card with her daddy's signature because that's what the teacher wanted. And then daddy said, you have to handle it on your own.
4: Yep,
1: exactly. Dad said, you have to handle it on your own. And so then she signs a report card, brings it in. Her teacher is obviously aware that there's been some shenanigans afoot. And so she's like, I'm going to tell your dad about this. And her dad finds out he's very upset and confronts her about it. She's like, you told me to sign it. But he doesn't believe her because he doesn't remember the circumstances. He was super excited because his boss was coming over to dinner. And so, um, she said, you told me to sign it. Dad said, no. And then he spanks her for lying
0: And I do recall that in other episodes of Baby Snooks, Daddy does always get really mad at Baby Snooks, and she's always pure of heart in her intentions. At times, she is disobedient, but she's a sweetheart, even if she's being bad. But she always does get punished, so that's something that might change, because I know in this day and age, we're less for spanking, especially young children. At least I... I'm not allowed to spank children, I don't have any. And I remember when I got spanked as a child, it was more of a scare tactic because they never really like hit me that hard. It was just all about, no, 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 no. So that's good.
1: Yeah, I agree with your stance on the spanking. I I think we might need to change that. (laughs) Because listening to it, I was like, oh, my, this is somewhat violent. Okay. So, yeah, she gets spanked. And she feels what I believe we like to call righteous indignation.
0: Yeah, she definitely feels righteous in, <laughs> we can't say the word, indignation. Because she's right. She obeyed her daddy and daddy forgot. Yeah, and I think the spanking is no good now i would like to decide whether or not you wanted to play the child or should i i think it'd be fun if i did and i think it would be flipping the script and so instead of having a daddy you could be the mom But that's up to you too i don't want to take away your comfort whatever you feel more comfortable with
1: okay i think it's fair yeah i think you should definitely be baby snooks I want to hear you try that voice.
0: (laughs) Okay, I can try to be baby Snooks. Uh, This is just a practice of me doing it. It's very much like how Fanny Bryce did it. Um, But maybe I'll change it when we actually do the episode in a little bit. Um, Okay, I can see what we can do.
1: Now, baby Snooks, you get over here and you listen to me right now. Let's see. What's a good mom voice. Baby Snooks, now you listen to your mother. We could do a New Jersey baby Snooks, mom. <laughs> what? So, something else. Baby Snooks, you come over here. Listen to what? No, no, that's not good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I don't know. Thoughts?
0: I like the New Jersey accent for the mother the best.
1: Could also maybe do, like, a slight touch of Southern. Like, now, baby Snooks, you listen here. Your mother did say. No. I don't think so. I think the New Jersey one's the best. Now, baby Snooks, you listen to your mother. She told you very distinctly that you needed to take the eggs down to Mr. Brown. Now, where did you take the eggs? You threw them at the neighbor's chicken.
0: Yes, perfect. So, I guess it can be... Light-hearted and new agey. Let's tell the story of a child somewhere between the ages of five and seven, and his single mother trying to make ends meet, but also raise this ragamuffin. They're they're in a skyrise on the twentieth floor an apartment building that they can barely afford, just outside of Manhattan, in Jersey City.
1: Yes, that's right, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, Jersey City, the land where it all started. And by all, we mean the birth of a precocious, delightful, rambunctious, and altogether too smart for his own good, Baby Snooks. Now, Baby Snooks, you listen to your mother. She. Now where do
0: you take the eggs? You threw them at the neighbor's chicken. Mom. Um, uh... I have a question. I know I was recently born in the past couple years, but where do other babies come from? I I know that I came from your womb, but do you make all babies? I'm really very curious.
1: Oh, baby snacks. That's not really something we need to be talking about and delving into. But if you must know, all babies come from their mothers.
0: Uh, I only know of one mother, and that mother's you. And if all babies come from mothers, and your name is Mother, then I still think the same thing that you must have born all the children in the world. And that's making me really nervous because that means everyone's my brothers and sisters and I don't like any people. I I could only tolerate you, Mother, and I barely love you.
1: You barely love me? Oh well, now that is just rubbish, Baby Snooks. You know your mother and you love your mother and you know little Tommy down the street and Tommy's mother, Mrs. Mayfield. Now you get along well with Mrs. Mayfield, don't you? You remember how she loves to pat down your hair? She just licks a little fingers and rubs your hair into place. And so, oh, well, now I do see what you mean. Maybe you got a point.
0: Yes, Mother. I don't think I like going over there. I don't like any mothers now that I know. There's several mothers in the world. And like I said, I, I love you barely, but at least it's love. Well, I've got to go do my online classes. It's a part of my home school, but since you never got your certification, I have to trust online teachers now.
1: Well, yes, and those other teachers online are doing you just fine. You're learning all your reading and your writing, aren't you? So that's all you need to worry about for now. Anyway, Mrs. Mayfield down the street says her son, Tommy's playing chess. You don't want to play chess, do ya? What about... Aww... You know what I heard the other day? Susie? Two doors over? She has her daughter doing swimming lessons! In February! You don't want to take swimming lessons, do (sighs) ya?
0: It seems like Rob... Mother, you don't trust me to find my own way and you want to compare me to other children. Can't I just be me? I don't want to swim or do chess or checkers. I can barely do Candy Crush on the iPad that I stole. I bought. No, I don't have an iPad. That was a mistake. I said that.
1: Baby Snooks, what's this news about an iPad? Do you have an iPad? I thought I saw you sliding something under your pillow the other night.
0: Well, now that if the cat's out of the bag or the iPad's out of the pillowcase, I guess I'm going to come clean more. Mother, Mother, I'm going to come clean. When I was at Tommy's house, he had two iPads. One of them was from last year's model and the other one was from this year. And I figured he didn't need two iPads. So I took the years, the the one-year-old model iPad. I I took it home with me. And not once as... Has Tommy or Tommy's mother noticed? Because they have so many iPads. And I figured since you're the only working mom in my house, I deserved an iPad to supplement my studies online and to play Candy Crush. I'm so sorry. Please don't punish me. Maybe we can work out a deal with Tommy's mother. Work
1: out it. Work out a deal with Tommy's mother regarding the iPad that you have admitted to stealing without her or Tommy knowing? Oh, baby Snooks, I cannot believe that you are putting me through this, today of all days. You know, I have my nail appointment in 20 minutes. I was going to bring you down the street with me and have you sit there and read a book like a good homeschooled kid. Oh, you got this iPad whole shenanigan. Oh, all right, well... I guess the only thing to do is you got to take that iPad and march down there and apologize to Tommy and to his mother. Although it would be kind of handy for you to have the iPad while I'm getting my nails done. What do you think about... No, no, you march down there right now and go give that iPad back to Mrs. Mayfield.
0: No, but Mrs. Mayfield is not even a good enough mother. I think you're the best mother, and if I'm going to sit around here... Marching things to their rightful owners. I just don't want to do it to you, Mom. I don't want your reputation to be soiled in any way. I want you to be the best mother that I know you are. And we might just have to slip it under their door after your nail appointment.
1: Baby Snooks, I'm surprised at you. Coming up with this and minutes after you told me you can barely stand me although it is a good idea to just borrow it for a few more hours you promise you're gonna go put it under that doormat the minute we get back from my nail appointment and i think as your punishment you see that pile of dishes over there mommy gets home her nails are gonna look real nice i think it'll serve us both if you Maybe do the dishes for the next three days.
0: Dishes for the next three days? All right. Sounds like a plan. I'll put the iPad underneath their door today. And I'll make sure they get it back. And I'll do the dishes. And that makes you the best mom in the galaxy.
1: Aw, baby Snooks. I knew I was homeschooling you for a reason. See? We got the best relationship of mother and son of everybody on the block.
0: Yeah, I think we do, too. It's a good, good thing that you're my mother, because I, I couldn't have standarded it if it was anyone else.
1: That's right, Baby Snooks. Now, we better get going. Grab your iPad. What do you think? Purple or pink? You know,
0: for my nails. I think purple and pink, you should get them both.
4: After these messages.
0: it is entirely too late for me to be on here but I just had to say that I listened to what you guys have done so far and I'm super impressed it's so funny and cute and I just really like it I haven't even listened to the episode yet but I've listened to your guys episode and I like it so much Allison you're awesome thanks for doing this with us and doing this with Richard and I know he loves it and you are great Now, Bob, why, why is it you don't like the nail, nail stylist you were telling me that she was really annoying that one time.
1: Well, Baby Snooks, you know it was more than just the one time. We well, just last Thursday when I was walking down the street, I saw her out there, and could you believe that she was shaking all the nail polish bottles? I saw her tell a customer that she would be back in one second, and then out she marches onto the road scrapes out a piece of gum from right off the sidewalk. And then right back in she goes and grabs this lady's hand. And I'm thinking are you for real lady? I think I know exactly what that woman is up to. The other day I was down at Mr. Hendrick's dollar bargain bin and I saw her rifling through all the old crusty nail polish. And then pouring them into real nice nail polish bottles. I thought to myself, well, you wait just here one second, lady. That nail polish ain't quality. made me wonder if that's what she's been doing to my nails all the time when I go in there. Giving me Mr. Hendrick's cheap, dirty, crusty nail polish that's been sitting on the corner.
0: Well, uh, I know that you don't want poor quality nail polish to be on your quality nails. So let's make sure she doesn't do that today.
1: Well, you know, Baby Snooks, I could go if I had enough money to the lady on 4th and Broadway. But, you know, I just can't afford it today. So we're gonna go on over there and I'm just gonna pay real close attention to make sure she's not cheating me like I seen her do before. All right, well, we better hurry. I'm gonna be late for my appointment, all right? Now, you remember I'm only letting you use that iPad for one day and we're taking it back to Miss Mayfield down the street. Now. Just don't let anybody know it's not yours, okay? Be a real good boy.
0: Uh, Alright, we'll see about that. I would like to keep it forever, but I'll be good.
1: Alrighty then, well, we're off!
0: Alright, Bob, of Here's the lady you was telling me about to do your nails. So, what you want to do when you do your nails, okay? Is you want to take the cuticle, you gotta push it back a little bit. We won't want those nasty cuticles in there, alright? That's the main
3: tip, the main number one tip. Do you want another?
0: Yeah, I would like some. Make sure not to use the dollar nail polish. My mom saw you buy at the dollar store.
3: That's the only nail polish I have, honey.
0: But, I, but uh, <laughs> my mom said that's not good quality. It's not, but it's what we're going to work with, okay? right, okay, I guess I'll get my nails done too, Mom. Okay, and it's also what you're worth. <laughs> Did you hear that, Mom? She said I was worth dollar store dollar nail
1: polish. Why, Baby Snooks, I told you, that in confidence. How could you go around just saying that to people? That is totally inappropriate behavior and even though that woman was completely rude to you, you're not supposed to say things like that to complete strangers, baby Snooks. This is why I've never taken you to the nail salon before as I was worried you were gonna just go ahead and say whatever was on your mind. And here you are, doing exactly what I was worried about.
0: Uh, well, Bob, you always told me to be honest, and to be honest is to tell the truth. And you truthfully said that your nails was worth more than, than a dollar store nail polish, so I'm, I was just saying my truth, which is your truth.
1: Alright, well, you're not wrong about that, Baby Snooks, but you know, sometimes you don't want to say your truth when you're trying to get something from somebody. You gotta tell your truth, I guess after they already gave it to you.
0: Well, I'm sorry, Boba. I think my truth is to keep this iPad. I don't want to give it back to Mrs. Mayfield.
1: I know you're loving that iPad, but it's not good and I made you promise you're gonna give it back to her. But it's alright if you keep it for a little bit, just through the day. Now we gotta go find somewhere else to get my nails done, Baby Snooks. You know what? I think there's another nail salon right around the block. Why don't we go over there?
0: Alright, we could go over there to the other nail salon. I don't care. I'm just going to keep my iPad and play on it.
1: Alright, well I already told you that was okay. You can keep the iPad. You know what our plan is. But it'll be kind of nice having you play it over there. Maybe it'll keep you from saying something. Saying something that's going to get you into trouble since you like to tell your truth. Alright? So you just play on that iPad and it'll be yours. For the day. Okay.
0: So baby Snooks and Mother did go to the second nail salon. But as baby Snooks played on an iPad that was not theirs, somebody else walked in the nail salon that really surprised Mother and Baby (laughs) Snooks.
1: Oh, you're so right about my nails. They look real nice, baby Snooks. I like Your color suggestion. I never would have gone with bright green, but I think it looks real good, real good. Did you have fun playing on your iPad?
0: Yes, I did have a lot of fun playing on my iPad, and I want it to be mine now, and I don't want to give it back, so...
1: Well, Baby Snooks, you know I already told you it wasn't... (gasps) Baby Snooks! Baby Snooks, you better put that iPad away! Look who's standing at the door! Oh. Hello, Miss Mayfield.
0: Hi, Mrs. Mayfield. Okay. Um, hi. That sound. You look great today, Mrs. Mayfield, and oh. so happy. My oh. mom always <laughs> says you look happy. <laughs> well, Mrs. Mayfield, you're not crying because someone stole your iPad, are you? Someone stole my yeah. iPad. Oh, that's terrible. I don't know nothing about it.
1: Oh, uh, Miss Mayfield, uh, surely that's not the cause of your troubles today, you know, there are lots of old technologies around and some kids have more than others maybe because some kids have more money in their family and and more grandparents that are sending them lots of iPads all the time. Surely you wouldn't notice one tiny little iPad that went missing and get real upset about it now, would you? Surely that's not... Maybe Snooks, stop squimming. Put your hands in your lap and don't move. <laughs> Surely that's not why you're upset today, Miss Mayfield.
0: It is why I'm upset today. Somebody took it. You took it. Wait, I didn't take nothing. I was just playing and it popped into my backpack when I was at your house. Well, then you walked away, though, with it in your backpack. Well, I'm going to give it back now. I'm sorry. Mom, mama said that I can't have an iPad because we don't have money, so. She did. Yeah, we don't have enough money. Oh, you can can just take mine. It's okay. Really? Yeah. Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) Oh. Baby Snooks, I told you you were supposed to give that back to her, but... Well, do you really think you can keep her iPad? That might be real nice and all those nasty things I said about Miss Mayfield...
0: And so ends another tale, Baby Snooks and Mother. Looks like everything worked out for Baby Snooks this time. A new iPad, a new look on life. Probably still gonna get in trouble next week. Tune in next time. Finished it! We're done! I'm so excited to
2: hear
1: it when it's all done. So excited. It's gonna be the bomb! It's gonna be the bomb you're awesome. Thank you for all your patience in doing this because holy moly. I know it took a long time and a lot of patience. Um, But being a guest star on your radio show has potentially been the highlight of my life.
4: Okay, maybe second to the birth of my children.